0: Everyone and welcome to season two of the guidepost. Real quick, uh, house cleaning house, whatever issue they call it. I don't know. Um, I'm just going to read a text that somebody sent me because I forget stuff all the time. So um, we are smack dab in the middle of the ASGA roadshow. It's been a great way for us to connect to friendly folks, future advocates in Portland, Maine, as well as in Rhode Island. We've got the next two coming up in Massachusetts and Connecticut. Fantastic way to learn more about the Amendment 7 process, strike bass, meet some of the leaders at the Guides Association. Um, head on over to social media channels to get more info look on the blog on our website we have all the flyers and everything up on that so now that i've taken care of that housekeeping issue let's welcome willie and will to talk about section number three of amendment seven
1: great to be here tony
0: oh you're looking good as always dr goldsmith will how are you doing today sir we're doing good let's talk rebuilding all right so we're not going to talk about that it was 60 degrees yesterday and i went fishing and y'all didn't of no, course no we don't
1: want to talk about that. That's, <laughs> that, that, that that's definitely irrelevant i don't need any more gloating in my day but i appreciate uh, the offer
0: willie was drilling holes in lake sebago I kind of a true I was local not there, right there
1: calling it lake sebago uh,
0: uh what, anyway, what do you call what do you call it just sebago i thought those were shoes that ll bean sold <laughs> all
1: right we're gonna they're move not, on i'm not gonna is let that where dig-
0: they is that's where they got the name of the lake though right
1: i'm not gonna let you dig yourself any deeper we're gonna get into the, okay. meat of the good stuff here tony
0: all right well i like <laughs> the shoes for whatever that's worth they're comfortable as hell so. it's a favor
1: to you all right yeah. we're getting we're getting into it everybody welcome back here we're in episode three of our of our mini series on Amendment 7 to the Stripe Bass Management Plan. Uh, there are four big issues on the table, as you might remember. We've got management triggers. We've got recreational release mortality. Today, we're talking about a rebuilding plan. That's issue 3. And Then issue 4 is conservation equivalency. So when it comes to the draft amendment, this is, I believe, Section 4.4 4 of uh of the document and we're going to be kind of walking through uh what's on the table in the draft amendment and where we stand and what we you know what we hope um conservation-minded folks will choose as their positions uh just a reminder this is kind of a multi-pronged outreach approach so um you know if you're following along on social media if you've seen our infographic our blog a lot of this information uh in the podcast today echoes that but we figure uh more is more here in terms of getting folks informed so uh Will and Tony, I'll kick it back to you guys for kind of the specifics around the, the two specific options on the table. But I think the big thing about rebuilding is, as we all know by now, striped Bass are overfished as uh, declared in the, uh, the stock assessment that was accepted in 2019. And so we're currently, fortunately, thanks to the ASMFCs, uh, to the striped Bass Board's actions last year, um, we're finally going to bring a rebuilding plan um, to bear. As part of this amendment process. So, you know, one of the questions about the rebuilding plan is what should we think about when it comes to striped bass spawning success or recruitment? You know, should we be thinking about it as status quo or should we be reflecting uh, what's been going on with poor recruitment the last couple of years? And the second issue on the table is that we know there's going to be a new stock assessment coming out in the fall. And what should the commission do if we find out that what that stock assessment shows is that we're not on track to rebuild the stock? Uh, within the ten-year period required by 2029, so I think the the big picture here is that we think rebuilding should account for the the lackluster recruitment we've seen in recent years, and that if we do see not great results coming out of the 2022 assessment, uh, the board should be able to act decisively and quickly to uh, to get us on a path to rebuilding. So I think that's that's kind of the big picture here. Um, Tony and Will, I'll kick it over to you guys to kind of drill into each of the two options that are on the table here.
0: So let me just say one thing, you know, when we, and, and Will's been with us for about a year. So Will was part of this and I'm sure he can chime in and Willie's been with us for two years. So I know he can chime in, but when we went through the addendum six, we were adamant that a rebuilding plan was not initiated. And what we were told was that just reducing f fishing mortality may start rebuilding well i may win the lottery um but you know that really doesn't cut it and that's not what the rules say so we pressed kind of hard on that over the past little bit and what we heard was oh well you know the cone of uncertainty once you extend rebuilding out to 10 years is very uh you know uncertain because it's a cone of uncertainty and you know we just can't be sure and look at this graph that we made and none of it said it was going to be rebuilt in 10 years if i recall correctly it was 13 years that it would rebuild so we are in a mess um, for all those people on the calls and everything, when we were like, "Please reinitiate a rebuilding plan," and they said that it was uncertain, and and they stopped, you know, overfishing and yada yada yada. Well, thanks for nothing. That's my that's my impersonation of that famous scene from Caddyshack. For all you old folks, thanks for nothing because you didn't get us where we needed to be. And now our backs are against the wall, we're going to look at a rebuilding plan, and we're going to support a rebuilding plan under a low recruitment regime, because that's what's best for the resource, which is going to push our backs further against the wall. And now we're stuck with a shortened timeline, because you didn't do what you were supposed to do in the first place. Will, Willie, is my memory serving me correct? Have you thought
2: out from Lake Sebago, Willie? Tony, I think, you know, you make that good point about, uh, you know, how hard this might be because of uh, inaction by the board. Uh, But I think another thing that deserves some attention too is just how this issue even came to be um, in this document, because it was not part of the PID like you mentioned. Uh, It took uh, some board – uh, a pretty a pretty surprise action by the board for it to be included. Uh, so do, does do you want to go into that or Willie? If I
0: recall correctly, it was uh, Commissioner Megan Ware from the very conservation minded state of Maine, who, by the way, we found out today loves listening to our podcast. So if you're listening, Megan or Pat, big shout out to you for this edition to uh, to Amendment Seven. But no, it was not included, Will, and thank you for riling me up even more on this fine afternoon. Um, but yeah, a, a conservation-minded commissioner had to get it included in amendment 7. And uh and while we're grateful that it's there now, like man, uh again, you back you put our backs against the wall. Um Willie, uh, is this is this a great time for you to step in and rein us in to get us talking about the document again?
1: It's a full time job, Tony, and I'm grateful as always for the opportunity to rein you in. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> even 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 if you don't know, you're you're thankful. You're welcome. Uh, so as we talk about rebuilding straight bass again, 2019 assessment started the 10 year time timeline to rebuild the stock by 2029. Uh, this amendment includes um under uh option 4.4 4, or under issue 4.4.1 for those of you who are following along either considering rebuilding based on kind of business as usual when it comes to recruitment or this other option of um considering a low recruitment regime or using a low recruitment regime for calculating the fishing mortality needed to rebuild the stock and we're in support of we're in support of that of that latter idea low recruitment regime, it really reflects what we're seeing on the water, right? As Tony, as many of you have heard ad nauseum at this point, uh, we've had pretty lackluster recruitment in Chesapeake Bay. Uh, there's a lot of signs that we need to be uh, taking that into account as we try to rebuild the stock. So we're definitely in support of option B for the recruitment, the low recruitment scenario when it comes to rebuilding the stock. I don't know if you guys have anything else to add on that.
0: Well, I mean, you have to look, um, you know, this is the corner that we paint ourselves in when we say we're a resource first group, because the reality is we haven't had three consecutive years as poor as the last three, uh, since what? 79 through 81.
1: And that's Um, in the Maryland part of the Bay, right? Tony.
0: That's what Willie.
1: It's in the Maryland part of the Bay, as I recall.
0: Yes. Where 60 to 70% of the spawning occurs. So yeah, I mean it's in the most that's the most important part. Um don't get mad at me. Hudson and Raritan people or small rivers up and down the coast or Virginia or the Delaware River. But facts are facts. Um and here's a little t- history tidbit for everyone. It's not like there's anything, you know, hugely uh special about the Chesapeake Bay um and and the reason why spawning occurs here. Uh, the reality is um after that meteor strike four hundred and fifty million years ago, or thereabouts, um all the rivers are pretty slow moving here, and they weren't dammed up they're big, they're wide, and they're slow moving uh and there was no real incentive to put you know mill dams or or Hydroelectric. There's one hydroelectric dam, the Conowingo, from the Susquehanna. But basically, the spawning's held here because the stripers are not stopped by a dam, and and that's that's the bottom line. And I know Noah's doing a lot of work on dam removal, and there's thousands uh, up and down the East Coast that are need to be removed. But that's neither here nor there. Um, this is why most of the spawning occurs in Maryland. Will anything anything you want to pop in on? I, I see it bounced around over there. I don't know if uh...
2: yeah I'd just say you know like even though um, we're experiencing some low recruitment now, when we did rebuild the stock you know 30, forty years ago, um, there was periods of low recruitment and then there's periods of high recruitment, but you need to be prepared to accept that high recruitment, I think. So just coming at it from, a, from the get-go at a, uh, from a precautionary management standpoint, that, that's the only way forward here. And I'm glad, uh, I'm glad that that's the option that, that's the only option that we got. So to, to
0: get to get back into
2: um, the rebuilding
0: calculation, 4.4.1 of the rebuilding plan, for those playing along at home we support option B which is the low recruitment regime if you're if you're playing uh if you're playing amendment 7 bingo at home check that box and the next part is the plan framework
1: that sounds like my cue tony i would be happy yes, to jump Willie. in and touch on yes. the rebuilding plan framework uh so those of you who have been following the stripe bass saga might remember that at January's uh, ASMFC Stripe Bass board meeting, which was a marathon and a slog, um, one of the big moments was when Dr. Mike Armstrong from the Massachusetts Division of Marine Fisheries basically made a motion to ensure that the board can take decisive action if we find out after the 2022 stock assessment update that the stock is still not doing well. So this was you know, a bit of a departure because typically if action needs to be taken, uh, it goes through an addendum process. And some of you from the addendum six process might remember there's a public comment period. That was the, that was the addendum that established uh, the circle hook requirement, for example, as well as the 18% reduction in mortality. Uh, what Dr. Armstrong proposed was, if we find out at the 2022 stock assessment update scheduled to be released in October, that we're still not doing well as a fishery. Um, that to be specific, if the stock um, needs at least a 5% reduction in removals to, to get down to the fishing mortality to rebuild the stock, and that we have less than a 50% probability of doing that, we need to take action. We need to take it quickly. The addendum process would take us through the spring of 2023 and mean that there wouldn't be any new management action in place until 2024. Dr. Armstrong's proposal would basically create a specifications process that would fast-track the, uh, the regulatory uh, makeup for 2023. Now, on its face, that might sound like it's excluding the public from the process, and Tony, we can talk about that too um, in terms of what this specifications process might mean. On the other hand, it's, it's expediting a process to ensure that we don't continue to go further downhill as we're trying to bring the stock back. So that hopefully gives a little bit of clarity as to what this um, option is, this rebuilding plan framework in section 4.4.2. Uh, but Will or Tony, please jump in if there was anything I missed there.
2: Will, yeah, I'd also add, uh, you know, it, it was pretty uh, encouraging to to see that motion passed by consent too. You know, it really shows that the board, uh, you know, understands that this stock assessment may not be good. I think a lot of people are kind of thinking that that might be the case. Um, so rather than you know add another year to uh, these past three years that we've uh, kind of already. Flush down the toilet for rebuilding. Um, we're going to take it head on right now. This, uh, this upcoming fall, should it be necessary? So, uh, it was, it was a good move by the board and, uh, hopefully they can keep up that momentum.
0: Well, I would just, I would like to take a moment here and just, um, just talk about a text message I just got that Krispy Kreme is, uh, is incorporating Twix candy bars into their donuts And this might be the straw that breaks the camel's back for me to move back down south, uh, folks, because I'm looking at a picture of it right now and I have a tear in my eye. But back to striped bass. So, you know, the only thing that concerned me. God, I can't get this Krispy Kreme. I got to turn my phone off. Okay, hold on. There we go. Krispy Kreme and Twix, folks. Unbelievable. They're not a sponsor either. I just love them. They're so delicious. So. The one thing that made me jump out of my skin when I heard Armstrong's motion was the lack of public comment. But the more that I thought about it, because of the aforementioned uh, corner that we are painted in for rebuilding, you know, if we can, if we can gain a year on that rebuilding timeline, you know, that's pretty positive, number one. And number two, <laughs> they're gonna get comment. Whether there's a process for it or not, whether they want it or not. I don't really at this point, these are our fish. These are not their fish. And we're gonna encourage y'all to comment. I don't care if it's the individual com I don't care what. I don't care if you tape it to the back of a box turtle and point it in the right direction for the asmfc offices we're going to comment no matter what so i'm not really concerned about that anymore and the bottom line is this gives us an extra year to rebuild That was a very well thought out and positioned motion by commissioner armstrong and he makes me laugh he's a really funny guy um so uh and he's and he's Super smart, knows an awful lot about Stripe Bash. So uh, we can't be anything but supportive of this because it's a commissioner going above and beyond to try to address rebuilding our stripers, wh- wh- which is what we wanted all along. And
1: I'll I'll just jump in and say, you know, we certainly, we are, we hope, we hope that it doesn't come to having to invoke the specifications process. You know, we really would like to see the fact that the stock's on an upward trajectory and a time to meet that rebuilding timeline. But I think, as as folks have heard Tony say, you know, there are reasons for significant concerns, given in particular the the poor recruitment that we've seen in recent years. So it's good to have this backstop to hopefully uh, get us back on the right path.
2: And just backtracking here, a, a quick second, um, you know, Tony Tony's talk was talking about public comment, um, and you know, while there there will be a ton of opportunities to email, you know, write letters about this potential uh, rebuilding plan. It is also worth noting that, you know, at the fall and winter meeting, commissioners and board members, you know, probably a, close to a dozen times mentioned how much the public wants the board um to take action. So, you, you know, I think this kind of is uh in part their response to uh strong public support to taking action on the stock and uh um you know that that, that shouldn't go go unnoticed also. Uh, so
0: side note, if anyone lives in the South and can send me a Twix Krispy Kreme when they come out. I don't know what your hang up is, man. We
1: got Krispy Kremes in D.C. They're right here.
0: I'm not going I'm not going to D.C. There's a, the closest one is like 60 miles away from my house. And that's the one in D.C. So okay. maybe well. maybe if you come fishing with me, bring me a bunch of them. I'll be nice to you.
1: That's, that's, like that's a sweet hours. incentive. Get it? Uh-huh. That's a dad joke I thought you would appreciate because that kind of you know aligns with your sense of humor.
0: <laughs> In any event... If hey, you... hey, why'd the bicycle fall down? Why, Tony? It was too tired.
1: <laughs> so again, congratulations to all of you who have made it this far on this discussion of rebuilding alternatives within draft Amendment 7. Again, we're talking about Section 4.4 4 for... 4.4.1, recruitment assumption for, for the rebuilding calculation. We at ASGA support support option B, which is um, using a low recruitment regime to calculate the fishing mortality for rebuilding. And then for 4.4.2, the rebuilding plan framework, we support option B, which was Dr. Mike Armstrong's motion around uh, creating a specifications progress uh, process to take decisive action uh, should we find that the stock is continuing to not uh, be in good shape. Anything else to add, gentlemen?
0: No, sir. I'm all out of dad jokes. Thank God. So. Oh, boy. Hey, uh, what's a pirate's favorite letter of the alphabet? R. You would think so, but it's the C. them <laughs> just dunked on you.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs>